next on the 5 o'clock report. When they sit down and try and pay their monthly bills, when they go to the store, when they fill up the car, when they hear the talk at their place of employment. We are in a state of emergency with our young people. Red Jacket had to sign off on what was called the Treaty of Big Tree. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Tracy Lynn. Rescue operations are underway in Ukraine after Russian strikes hit the country's capital city of Kyiv, including more civilian targets. CBS's Holly Williams. For the second time this month, city streets in the center of Ukraine's capital have been pummeled. Russia's repeatedly denied targeting civilians. But this neighborhood is jam-packed with apartment buildings, schools and restaurants. Ukraine says the Russians used so-called suicide drones. Officials say at least three people are dead from the latest attack, with others potentially buried under the rubble. Meanwhile, NATO is staging what it says is a routine nuclear exercise in the skies over Western Europe. Alex Kadia reports from Brussels. Fighter jets, long-range bombers and surveillance aircraft from more than a dozen NATO allies have taken to the sky for the alliance's annual nuclear drill with American long-range B-52 bombers making the trip from North Dakota. Officials insist this drill is routine and was scheduled before the start of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Also overseas, China's president will remain in power for the foreseeable future. Correspondent Elizabeth Palmer. He faces no challenges at this party congress. Four years ago, Xi Jinping engineered the abolition of term limits. This week, the Chinese Communist Congress is slated to grant another five years in power to Xi as China's leader. Back in the States, inflation has now outpaced wage growth for 18 months, and it's on the minds of Americans. When they sit down and try and pay their monthly bills, when they go to the store, when they fill up the car, when they hear the talk at their place of employment about a slowing economy. Former Deputy White House Chief of Staff Karl Rove tells Fox News. The president is out of touch, and that's the thing that, that is worst from a political perspective for anybody worried about Democratic chances this election is looking like they don't get it. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre speaking today. He's done the work with congressional Democrats when you think about the Inflation Reduction Act, which is uh, going to lower the cost for our seniors. She defended Mr. Biden's actions to lower costs for gas, health care, and Medicare. Speaking of politics, Republicans are gaining an edge among voters as the election inches closer. That's according to a new poll out by the New York Times and Siena College. It found 49 percent of voters plan to vote Republican, while 45 percent plan to vote Democrat. That's Lisa Taylor reporting. Federal prosecutors want former Trump advisor Steve Bannon behind bars for six months. Their recommendation comes after Bannon was convicted of contempt of Congress. He was hit with those charges after refusing to comply with a subpoena from the committee investigating last year's Capitol attack. And millions of Americans can now get low-cost hearing aids without a prescription. Correspondent Tom Fody. The new Food and Drug Administration rule affects adults, meaning above 18, with mild to moderate hearing loss. They will no longer need a doctor's okay to get a hearing aid. But younger people, meaning under 18, and people with severe hearing loss, they will still need to get prescriptions. Still to come this Monday, U.S. Marshals offer a reward in PA, pro-lifers voice concern in New York, and... I love you. I know. 
Harrison Ford made a lot of dough starring in Star Wars movies, but not this kind. Hi, I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast for tonight. Turning out mainly cloudy with a couple of showers, a steadier rain with rumbles of thunder arriving after midnight in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania. Mild with low temps in the 50s, winds will gust to 40 miles an hour in some elevated areas and some areas downwind at the Finger Lakes later tonight. For the day tomorrow, soaking rain diminishing from west to east. Rumbles of thunder, high temps in the 60s, then those temperatures drop into the 50s. A cool day Friday, sun clouds, a stray shower, and high temperatures in the 50s. Thank you, Kevin. Now for more what's happening where you live in New York and Pennsylvania. U.S. Marshals announcing a $5,000 reward today for a teen suspect on the deadly Roxborough High School shooting in Philly. That teen has just turned himself in. Council member Catherine Gilmore Richardson says the city's considering the option of a permanent 10 p.m. curfew for youth over the age of 13. We all recognize that we are in a state of emergency with our young people and we are utilizing just another tool in our toolbox. One of the changes Richardson has made is to the consequences for curfew violations. Minors are no longer taken to police districts, but to evening resource centers, and fines for parents have been eliminated. That's KYW's Pat Loeb. Pro-family groups up in arms after New York Governor Kathy Hochul's controversial comments on abortion. Family Life's Brandon Dixon explains. Since taking office over a year ago, Governor Hochul has signed six pro-abortion bills into law, called for the passage of a state constitutional amendment to support abortion rights and described pro-lifers as Neanderthals. Last week, the Democrat announced in an event held at a church building that the state of New York had awarded over $13 million to 37 abortion providers for the purpose of helping them expand abortion access. The governor also had the audacity to assert that God supports abortion, saying, quote, God is out there on our side, which the Bible vehemently disagrees with. New Yorkers for constitutional freedom is calling for Christians to pray that the Lord will change Governor Hochul's heart and that the lives of New York's unborn children will not continue to be sacrificed. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. Thank you, Brandon. Three brothers from Central PA face congestive heart failure in their family. We lost our father at age 58. His mother at age 42, he lost brothers in her 30s and 40s. Today, the trio is celebrating after receiving transplanted hearts at Hershey Medical Center. It was one of the last days they would have been able to transplant me before the organs had deteriorated to the point that they couldn't give me a transplant. The youngest brother, Brian Allen, tells ABC 27 a pastor friend visited him at the time. He prayed, Lord, if it's in your will to give this young man a heart, give it to him now. 20 minutes later, they came down the hall. They found me a heart. Years apart, all three of the Allen brothers received successful transplants. Next at 5, what's unique about Batavia, New York? Mark Webster fills us in on this family life hometown. Any talk about Batavia's history begins with the Holland Land Company, a group of 13 Dutch investors who in the 1790s bought what became known as the Holland Purchase a 3.25 million acre tract from Robert Morris. The English-born Morris served in the Pennsylvania legislature, the Second Continental Congress, and was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. And at the time, he was also the richest man in America. The Holland Purchase, stretching from Lake Ontario to the Pennsylvania border and from Lake Erie to just east of present-day Batavia, was largely undeveloped land occupied by the Seneca Nation. 
Before the huge land deal could be approved, though, a couple of major roadblocks stood in the way. First, the Senecas, led by legendary chief and orator Red Jacket, had to sign off on what was called the Treaty of Big Tree, eventually signed in what is now Geneseo, New York, in 1797. Red Jacket was against the deal, but eventually acquiesced. Then Aaron Burr, he of that infamous duel in which he fatally shot Alexander Hamilton, had to smooth the way for the Holland Company with the New York State Legislature, which until then did not allow any foreign entity to hold land directly. Well, he got the job done without firing a shot. The expansive Holland tract then encompassed all of what we today call Western New York. The village of Batavia was founded in 1802 by Quaker and noted land agent and surveyor Joseph Ellicott. He spent two full years living in the outdoors, including harsh winters, to complete the immense task of surveying and laying out townships in the sprawling tract. The city of Batavia itself is named in honor of the Batavian Republic, a short-lived Republican government of the Netherlands and home base to those Holland Land Company investors. At first, Batavia was a major player in the region right up there with Buffalo and Rochester. In fact, when Buffalo was burned by the British in 1812, many refugees and soldiers found safe haven in Batavia. In the 1820s, the Erie Canal bypassed Batavia, yet the town still grew as an industrial and manufacturing hub, becoming known for producing tractors and other farming equipment. The best known of these was the Johnson Harvester Company, which eventually became Massey Ferguson and then part of the present-day international conglomerate known as Agco. And once Massey Ferguson vacated that huge complex in Batavia, it gave birth to the Batavia Industrial Center the first business incubator in the world. By 1915, Batavia was incorporated as a city and remains Genesee County's only city. Its early population growth was fueled by an influx of Polish and Italian immigrants. One of Batavia's better-known native sons is journalist Terry Anderson, who was held captive by Hezbollah terrorists in Lebanon from 1985 to 1991, thrusting his sister, Peggy Say, reluctantly into the global spotlight as she campaigned tirelessly for his release, eventually succeeding. Famed NFL quarterback John Elway was once a minor league baseball player, and he hit his first professional home run at Batavia's Dwyer Stadium. Batavia, in fact, has a long history of hosting minor league baseball dating back to 1939. And part of the popular Steve Martin, John Candy comedy movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, was filmed there. Oh, mercy. I've been wearing the same underwear since Tuesday. I can vouch for that. Hundreds of residents managed to snag fleeting moments of fame as extras, earning $50 for a 10-hour day of filming in the cold. That's Family Life's Mark Webster. You can catch up on each of the Family Life news features, including more about the Batavia of today, at familylife.org slash podcasts. Now time for your market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks kicking off the week today with a solid rally. Several banks reporting better than expected earnings this morning, including Bank of America, which had shares surging 6%. Other names releasing this week, including Tesla, Netflix, and American Express. 
Oil today was unchanged, the Dow gaining 550 points, the S&P 500 adding 94, and the Nasdaq soaring more than 3%, closing up 354 points. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. You're listening to the 5 O'Clock Report on Family Life. By living simply, we can give more generously. Hi, I'm Rob West with today's MoneyWise Minute. Randy Alcorn writes about this in an article at MoneyWise.org. He says living simply involves things like living in a modest house and driving an older car. The point is not just to be frugal, but to free up money so you can be more generous. Randy says living simply in order to give more generously shifts our center of gravity. It deepens our understanding and experience that life doesn't revolve around material things, but around God. Scripture teaches that we should give according to our ability. Randy notes that our ability will expand if we live simply. By spending less on ourselves, we'll have more for others. That's worth thinking about and praying over. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free MoneyWise app. You'll find it on our website at moneywise.org. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. A storm centered over Michigan will continue to swirl across our region over the next several days. Here's the call for tonight. It will be mostly cloudy. Now, there will be some lake effect showers around, focusing on areas east and northeast of Lake Erie and Ontario, mixing with snow overnight, and there could actually be a coating to an inch or so of snow on the grass over the higher elevations of the western Twin Tiers by daybreak. Low temperatures, 30s. Now, for tomorrow and Wednesday, outside of lake effect belts, we'll have intervals of clouds and sunshine, a couple of showers. But in and around the lake effect belts, there'll be frequent lake effect rain showers mixed with some wet snow, some rumbles of thunder, a couple downpours, and a few water spouts over the lakes themselves. High temperatures, Tuesday and Wednesday, 40s and low 50s. Thank you, Kevin. Finally at 5, this was definitely not a job for a Wookiee baker. Family Life's Mark Webster has our half-baked story. Yeah, Tracy, the Star Wars movie franchise seems to have more iconic scenes than Chewbacca has hairs. One of them is certainly 1980's The Empire Strikes Back, when our hero Han Solo gets freeze-dried. Oh, they've encased him in carbonite. He should be quite well protected. He survived the freezing process, that is. He does C-3PO and that memorable freeze cooked up an idea at a California bakery that recently unveiled a life-size reproduction of Captain Solo in carbonite made entirely out of bread. They call it Pan Solo. And it's not their first edible Star Wars tribute either. Other spacey, tasty tributes have included Pandolorian and his pals Baby Dota and the Pandroid. This latest effort, a nice tribute to the man that Princess Leia once called a half-witted, scruffy looking nerf herder. What's going on? Turn round. Chewbacca, I can't see. Mark Webster, Family Life News. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. You have to see it to believe it, folks. And that's the world we live in this 17th of October. Thanks for coming along. I'm Tracy Lynn, Family Life News.